0: I praise you, I praise you, Father God, yeah yeah. I praise you, I praise you, I praise you, Father God, yeah yeah. I praise you, I praise you, I praise you, Father God, yeah yeah. I praise you, I praise you, I praise you, Father God, yeah yeah. I praise you. Jesus came to the earth legally crossroads in three days just for me well not just for me did it for everybody only thing our father is asking for you to I believe. believe i believe yes yes, yes, yes i believe I do. and i praise you yes. i praise you,
1: you. i praise you
0: i praise, you. praise, praise you. you father god yeah yeah i praise yeah. you yeah. hallelujah thank you jesus are you ready to defend your faith that's what i'm asking you today If somebody asked you why you were a Christian, what would you say? Would you say you're a Christian because you were raised that way? Or would you say you're a Christian because you just believe it? Or wouldn't that answer fit a person of another faith? Hmm. Perhaps a Muslim or a Hindu. When you give these responses to the questions, you reveal a pretty weak rationale for believing Christianity. Do you have a good defense for why you believe what you do? There's a better answer to the question of why you are a Christian. You are a Christian because Christianity is true. Hmm. How can you defend that statement? That's the purpose of this podcast. So welcome to the world of apologetics. Apologetics is, by definition, a defense of your actions of beliefs. It is an explanation of why you believe what you believe. We can find this concept in the Bible in 1 Peter 3 and 15 through 16. It says, but in your hearts, honor Christ the Lord as holy, always being prepared to make a defense to anyone who asked you for a reason for the hope that is in you. Yet do it with gentleness and respect, having a good conscience so that when you are slandered, those who revile your good behavior in Christ may be put to shame. We are always to be ready to gently and respectfully share the reason for the hope we have. Why? We believe in Jesus as the Savior who rescued us from our sinful condition and will grant us eternal life in heaven one day. Apologetics is defending the faith. And as we defend our faith, explaining why we believe in Jesus as Savior, what we say is very vital and important. The content of our apologetics must be solid. We must know the facts And be armed with knowledge however that's just one part of the defense of our faith the other part of the defense is how we say it the delivery of those facts and knowledge peter instructs us to gent to use gentleness and respect in explaining our hope that we have in christ Paul, by the inspiration of the Spirit, says a similar thing in 2 Timothy 2 and 24 through 26. It says, And the Lord's servant must not be quarrelsome, but kind to everyone, able to teach, patiently enduring evil, correcting his opponents with gentleness. God may perhaps grant them repentance, leading to a knowledge of the truth. And they may come to their senses and escape from the snare of the devil after being captured by him to do his will. People need to hear the truth and how you share that will make a big difference. Being a know-it-all or acting in a condescending manner is not appropriate. Never will that be appropriate. When you're sharing your faith with others, okay? Um, Being kind and instructing others is what God calls us to do. So if you want to know what God calls us to do, he calls us to be kind, gentle, while being instructive. What we say, content, and how we say it, delivery, is very, very important. Paul brings up another important aspect of apologetics is remember that God saves people, not you. <laughs> now, that's something that I had to get in the back of my head is that even while doing this podcast, sometimes I get in my head and say, man, it's only four people don't listen to it. Four people did not it on YouTube. Uh, only three people didn't heard it on Apple Music. Uh, two people heard it on Spotify, you know, Stitcher had one person that heard it, and then the rest of the podcast hosts, I didn't even hear anything back from them, you know. But it's not the quantity of people that are saved behind the work that you do for God, it's the quality of people. Because if that one person heard it and they turned their life to Christ, I mean, ain't that what we're doing this for? One person. If this affects one person, if this brings one person to Christ, doing what I was supposed to do, um, so I had to say that uh, we need to know that the information on how to share it and share it will, and what and how of apologetics. But our knowledge and instruction will not change anyone's sinful heart. Only God, the Holy Spirit, can do that. He will convict the sinner of his or her condition through the law and reveal the remedy for his or her sinful condition through the gospel. Reasons why people reject Christ. Even as we share the gospel and practice apologetics, some people may not believe what we have to say. In the book, The New Evidence That Demands A Verdict by Josh McDowell, he explains some will not believe since they are in a snare of the devil after being captured by him to do his will. 2 Timothy 2 and 26. Spiritual warfare is a weird thing. When Jesus told the parable of the sower and the seed, he says some seed falls on path. And is eaten by birds before it could even take root. Jesus explains what he meant in Luke 8 and 11 through 12. It says, now the parable is this. The seed is the word of God. The ones along the path are those who have heard. Then the devil comes and takes away the word from their hearts. So that they may not even believe and be saved. So you can defend the faith handling both areas of content and delivery well, but some won't believe because they are under a satanic attack. Some won't believe due to spiritual warfare. Another reason, some may not be converted to Christianity after you explain why you believe what you do is that people stubbornly refuse to admit that they are wrong. Jesus faced a similar attitude in John 5 and 39. You search the scriptures because you think in them you have eternal life. And it is they that bear witness about me. Yet you refuse to come to me that you may have life. The religious leaders of Jesus day would not come to Jesus even though he fulfilled the Old Testament prophecies. In light of this prideful rejection of the truth, we can see why we are called to practice apologetics with gentleness and respect. It will be easy to get mad at people, but that will not help your witness. Some won't believe due to their prideful refusal to admit that they're just wrong. A third reason some people reject faith is that Becoming a Christian means living a lifestyle of getting rid of sin. Jesus explained this in 320 when he said, For everyone who does wicked things hates the light and does not come to the light, lest his works should be exposed. You can say the right thing in the right way when defending the faith, but some will choose to stay in their sin rather than receive the savior. They may feel that they're not that bad or that they will convert later. Some won't believe due to their unwillingness to change their lifestyle. Knowing the three reasons why some reject the Christian message help us diagnose why people aren't converted. We must realize that even if others reject the faith, We did not waste our time because God's word is effective. He said his word would not come back to him void. Isaiah 55 and 10 says, for as the rain and the snow come down from heaven and do not return there, but water the earth, making it bring forth and sprout, giving seed to the sower and bread to the eater. So shall my word be that goes out from my mouth, it shall not return to me empty, but it shall accomplish that which I purpose and shall succeed in the thing for which I sent it. Furthermore, later, someone else may add to what we share. And ultimately, the Holy Spirit changes people. As Paul said in 1 Corinthians three and six, I planted Apollo's water, but God gave the growth. So, neither he who plants or he who waters is anything, but only God who gives the growth. Apologetics isn't easy, but it is definitely, definitely worth it. So, let's pray. Father God, thank you for allowing us to go out with your message and teach and preach and share the word of God to everybody that we come in contact with Father God I pray that they would hear what we say under the sound of our voice and that when we plant it then when the next person come to water or maybe we the waterer we could be the planter or the waterer but God we make sure that we know that you are the one that makes them grow and we've done our job if we Planted the seed, and if we water the seed, we've done our job, and we give it over to you, God. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. Love you all. Peace. I praise you. I praise you, Father God. I praise you. I praise you. I praise you, Father God. I praise you. I praise you. I praise you, Father God. I praise you. I praise you. I praise you praise you, Father God, yeah, yeah, I praise you, Jesus came to the earth legally, died on the crossroads in three days, just for me, well, not just for me, did it for everybody, only thing our Father is asking for you to believe, I believe, yes, 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 I do, and I praise you, I praise you, I praise you, I praise you, Father God, yeah, yeah, I praise you, yeah, to him every day.